Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. Shabbat Shalom. Um, I want you guys to know that I will be doing the book of First Chronicles, and I'm going to break it down in two. I am not going to cliff note the Chronicles. I am going to highlight the Chronicles. The Chronicles is an introduction of everything that happened uh, from Genesis to Second Kings. Well, First Kings. Yeah, from everything from Genesis to First Kings. And it's like a summarization, okay? I'm going to explain to you what Chronicles is and I'm going to discuss it and highlight it and give you background and commentary on uh, First Chronicles. I'm going to do the same thing on Second Chronicles. Uh, First Chronicles is going to be broken down in two parts as well as Second Chronicles. So you will hear this introduction um probably four times <laughs> um or maybe two times it depends but you will hear this just to let you know because I'm not going to reinvent the wheel but you will totally understand what happens in the book of chronicles I want to say too I'm not sure whether I'm going to upload this information first and then the book of chronicles or upload this information which is first chronicles with the two parts and then upload the book of Chronicles, and then upload um, Second Chronicles, or um, upload the first part of Chronicles, then the book of Chronicles, and then upload the second part of Chronicles, and then upload the third and the fourth part. I'm still trying to figure it out, but whatever way I do it, I need you to listen to this whole book because I need you to listen to the background. I also want you to um, go to the platform library and listen to the following books, the book of Yashir and the book of Jubilees. I believe 
excuse me, I believe I did put the Book of Jubilees up there. But if you can't find the Book of Jubilees, I'll put it up there. But the Book of Yeshia is definitely there. Why do I want you to listen to that? Because it has more meat than the Bible. And the Bible legitimizes the Book of Yeshia because it's listed in it. Okay, the Book of Yeshia is listed in the Book of the Bible. That's why. Um, yeah, on this platform, we're going we gonna to learn, baby. We're going to learn. And I hope that you continue to walk in, um, walk, we all walk together, uh, continue to tune into this platform and let's, let's do it. All right. Enjoy. Testing. Te okay. Testing. Hmm. I have to do this every once in a while because I need to know whether this mic is working. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome and welcome back. Happy Sabbath to you. I hope all is going well. I hope that you are enjoying your Sabbath. Oh, I am so tired, everybody. I am so tired. I am literally exhausted. I've been running back and forth, just doing all kinds of stuff. Um, I have family members that had to be... Um, taken to the hospital, sitting there. So I'm tired. Um, like I said, I hope you're doing well. And we are on Second Chronicles that I call Two Chronicles, but Second Chronicles we are on. And as we discussed last week or the last two weeks, because I broke it down um, in two parts and I'm going to also break this down in two parts. Um, as we discussed, um, it's the chronology of the children of Israel. It went from a broad spectrum where Adam is all the way down to a specific set apart people. Now, we know that from my explanation last week. Now, I focus on not being so winded this two weeks okay uh i will not be cliff noting like i said the last time giving you a cliff note is pretty much um you know skimming through what's um going on in a book and giving you the meat of it we're not gonna do that i'm gonna give you a highlights okay which means i'm just reading certain i'm reading down each chapter and i'm telling you what's happening in each chapter with a sentence or two that's what I'm doing. That's a highlight. So I will be highlighting it, but I will also be uploading the book so you can hear it yourself because this is a chronology of the children of Israel, how they started or how Adam was and how the Most High specifically chose a certain line all the way up to Second Kings. That's what this chronology is about. Just to give you a summarization of exactly what's been happening since uh, Genesis to second Kings. Okay. That's what this Chronicles is. And a lot of times, you know, this is the, the Genesis of the Kings. So you'll find out who was doing what in terms of the Kings, the priests and all of that stuff. That's what it is. And I also want to say too, uh, when I uh, went over the book of Malachi, and this is what the most high was talking about. He focused on the Kings, which is Yahuda, and he focused on the priests which is Levi. And this is exactly what's going on now. So when the children of Israel got the contract with the most high, which is um, Isaac's son, Yahoo, um, excuse me, Yaakov, instead of Esau, 
And then Yaakov's 12 sons, but not the daughter, which is 13 all together. The 12 sons um, had their lines in their progeny. Okay. And that's their genesis. So that's what the chronology is. And I already told you what um, chronology means. I mean, for those people, come on now. Hopefully, you know what all this is so that we could just keep moving on. I don't have to break down everything. I don't want to keep feeding everybody with a baby spoon. Come on, elevate, elevate. Okay. Climb higher in your elevation. Okay. So we're going to just get right into it. And I want to say that, like I said, I'm breaking it down in two parts and I'm going to do it just like I did last week. The first part you're going to hear, and then you're going to hear the whole book of uh, second Chronicles. And then I'm going to break down the second part this way. You could just go back and forth um, and just listen to it because within that book that I'm going to upload that somebody's reading the audio, you're going to hear a lot of stuff, but a lot of times that's exactly what is going to happen. You're going to hear it. And it's going to probably go in one ear and come out of the other. If I'm giving you, excuse me, the highlights of Chronicles, then you'll have an idea of what is happening when this person is talking. Because a lot of times, truthfully, when we hear people lecturing, when we hear them talk, we only um, take in and receive about 10% of it. And this is why it's good to just go back and listen to the lessons and refresh yourself on the lessons and you'll learn something new every time you listen to it. And it happens all the time, especially for those who are um, seeking the most high and walking in the will of the most high. So that's always good. So um, there are 36 chapters. So I'm going to do 18 today. And then next week, I'm going to do another 18. So we're going to get right into this. I'm not going to be winded. I'm just going to start reading it. I'm going to give you um, the most important parts that need to be given. And we're going to keep going so that you'll understand what uh, the books of Chronicles are. Hopefully, you got something from First Chronicles. Now we're on Second Chronicles, so we could just move on. Okay. Now, hold on. All right, we are on Second Chronicles chapter one. I already told you um, when we left off last week, we were talking about the kings. So right now we're starting in Solomon. Okay, we left off from David to Solomon. Now we're picking up where Solomon is. So um, Second Kings chapter one, uh, verses one through six is the solemn offering of Solomon at Gibeon. Remember. David couldn't uh, build the house or the um, temple for the most high because of the sin. So um, it was passed down to um, Solomon. Okay. Um, chapter one, we're still in chapter one. I'll tell you when we get to the next chapters. Verses seven through 12, Solomon's choice of wisdom is blessed by the most high. So what was Solomon's choice of wisdom? to know how to rule a kingdom in a um, way of spiritual understanding. This way he can be a um, humble servant to the most high and a humble and wise and fair and impartial king. Okay. And that's what he asked the most high for humbly, but we already know what happened in the end. But anyway, 
That's what he asked from most high for. Now we're on verses 13 through 17, Solomon's forces and wealth. Now the most high said, well, since you only asked for wisdom, I am so proud of you, Solomon. He ain't say like I'm saying, but this is pretty much what happened. I'm surprised that you didn't ask. You know the most I already know because he did this before the foundation of the world. I'm surprised that you're asking that. And I'm very, if it's very refreshing that you ask him for wisdom and not to kill somebody or ask for money. And since you didn't ask for that, I'm going to give you all the money. And I'm going to give you all the power. Okay? I'm going to give you your wealth and I'm going to give you your power just for asking for wisdom. Because guess what? Wisdom is a spirit. He ain't asked for knowledge. He asked for wisdom. Knowledge is earthly. That's why it puffs up. Wisdom is the Ruach. That's what he asked for. Remember that, okay? Because it says in the, um, Yeshua said, um, in the later days, um, knowledge will increase. So what does that mean? Earthly knowledge, all the things that people put in quote unquote history and was a lie, the truth is going to come out in earthly knowledge. Notice the most high didn't say, who is Yeshua in the flesh? Wisdom will increase because actually wisdom is going to withdraw. Wisdom is the Ruach. And why do you think people don't have common sense? Because wisdom withdrew. Anyway, going back. And this is this is literal scriptures, okay? And I can bring the receipts to say uh, to show you what it says. Literally, it says wisdom withdrew. So that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. No propaganda here. Literally, wisdom is going to withdraw. And it also says those with the wisdom, they're going to keep quiet because time is getting um, worse today in these times in the end of days time is getting worse and people are gonna be quiet because the devil's gonna be roaming around which he is now and when the truth comes out the devil's gonna pounce on whoever's telling it catch that anyway now we on two chronicles i'll call it two chronicles or second chronicles you know what i mean it's second chronicles but i say two chronicles and that's all right because we all understand what's going on Anyway, 2 Chronicles chapter 2. So verses 1 through 2, Solomon's laborers for the building of the temple. So, you know, Solomon is gathering all, all of the resources that he needs in order to um, put the most high temple together. Now, this is an important ch uh, chapter simply because this chapter, along with chapter 3, chapter 4, chapter 5, and chapter six, I would say, I'll say, I'll even throw chapter seven in there. From two to seven, there's a couple of books that bridge with this. And one of them is the Testament of Solomon. And I believe I uploaded it because in building the Most High's temple, remember the Most High is the father of all spirits. Now, just because there's wicked spirits there don't mean the father don't rule them. So within the uh, the Testament of Solomon, the, um, the wicked spirits is helping Solomon put certain blocks and stuff together, okay? And I'm actually talking about mysteries because there's a mystery about the um, cornerstone that I, I ain't even gonna talk about. But like I said, there's a bridge um, from chapter two to chapter seven that goes with the Testament of Solomon. And I'm just going to say that and I'm going to keep moving. Like I said, we on chap um, we're going on chapter two and from verses one to two, Solomon's laborers for the building of the temple, um, verses three through ten, his, um, what is this? Ambassage to 
Huram. I don't know who Huram is or I forgot. Uh, for the workmen and the provisions of stuff. So I guess, um, like I said, he's gathering certain people because there's artisans and everybody was making stuff intricately inside the temple. And it's kind of like how these churches today have the stained glass. It was it was like that back then. Mm-hmm. It was like that back then. When you go back and you start reading um, that part, when Solomon reigned, it talks to you intricately into how he ordered everything to be. Because the Most High wanted certain things. So the Most High gave the blueprint to David and David gave it to Solomon and Solomon and the Most High worked on it. So that's how it is. Okay, from... Um, uh, verses 11 through 16 Horam sends him a kind answer and I believe that's one of the other nations that Solomon was dealing with um, verses 17 through 18 Solomon employs strangers as laborers and overseers what is strangers I already told you what strangers were other people outside the nation Okay, the most high calls them aliens, strange. They could be anything, aliens, strangers. Okay, it's people who's not the children of Israel. Now we're on chapter three. Um, I'm gonna say this again. These are highlights of what happened in all of the chapters from Genesis to Second Kings. Understand that because um, I need people to understand just in case new people come in and they're lost, please go to the platform library and start at um, Genesis. Go all the way through until you get to um, First Chronicles and then you'll be caught up. Or even if you can't do that, go to First Chronicles and listen to my spiel before I went into First Chronicles and now I'm on to Second Chronicles. I just don't want nobody to get lost because you know there are people who stumble into the class late or they just may have found this class because they was compelled to um, find out what this class was about. So my suggestion to everybody, start from the beginning. Um, uh, yes, in terms of um, Bible study and um, daily lessons, you're going to gain a wealth of knowledge and you will be caught up. Okay. Um, yeah. So now we're on Second Chronicles uh, chapter three, um, verses one through two, the place and time of building the temple. Now the most high, like I said, he gave Solomon that blueprint, told Solomon what to do, gave Solomon all the information he need to follow. So Solomon got that because remember, he got a lot of wisdom and Solomon is doing what he needs to do to erect this uh, temple for the most high in his specifications. Verses three through 10, the measure of ornaments of the house remember um all kinds of things was in there all kinds of treasures all kinds of glass all kinds of i can't even imagine how beautiful this thing could have been i couldn't even imagine everything beautiful um verses 11 through 13 the cherubims verses 14 through 17 the veil and the pillars this is the most high specific blueprint that was carried out by solomon now we're on chapter, uh, chapter four, verses one, the altar and the brass. I'm going to say this like I've been saying. No stupid slaves would be able to do nothing like this, Florida. 
No stupid slaves will be able to do that. Nothing like this. These children were talented in every area. This is why people stole them and made them build infrastructure everywhere. I mean, you can't be dumb and they just steal you and then you teach them stuff. No, these people was already on top of everything. They was already on top of everything. So understand that and know. Back to what I was saying, because uh, I'm going to say this and then I'll go back to what I was saying. Nobody steals the lamest. Nobody steals the most un um, under um, achieved. Nobody steals um, the uh, sickest. Nobody steals the youngest. Because when slavery happened, they, st they stole kids 10 years old and up. Okay. That's what they did. Back to what I was saying. Nobody steals somebody who can't learn. Nobody does that. We already read in the scriptures uh, that when wars was happening, they stole the very best. Go to Daniel. Go to any of them. Uh, uh, Jeremiah, um, Ezekiel. Go to any of them. They were stealing the best of the best and left the um, the leftover people, left them in the land. So there's no way in the world the propaganda and the lies of the devil is going to overcome the truth that's coming out now. That's what I was saying. Like I said, we in second Chronicles chapter four, verse one, like I, oh, I already said, I already said that, but I'll say it again. Verse one is the altar and the brass two through five, the molten sea upon 12 oxen, uh, six through eight. This is verses, um, 10 lovars, candlesticks and tables, 9 through 18, the courts and the instruments of brass. Uh, 19 through 22, the instruments of gold. Oh, I don't I don't believe I did that. I thought I did, but I, maybe I was just talking too much. So this is the intricate items that um, sat within the temple. Now we're on chapter 5, 2 Chronicles chapter 5. Verse 1 is um, the dedicated treasures. Remember, there was treasures and everything. The Most High gave Solomon all kinds of stuff, okay? So that was in the temple with the Most High. The most um, sacred stuff that nobody could touch except the elected priests. Notice I said elected priests because there was priests, but there was priests that was um, assigned in their lives to do certain things for the rest of their lives. We already know that in um, Exodus and we know this in Leviticus. We know that, okay? Uh, verses two through 10, the solemn induction of the ark into the oracle, uh, uh, 11 through 14, the most high being praised gives a visible, a visible sign of his favor to Solomon. Mm -hmm. um, chapter six, verses one through 11, Solomon having blessed the people, blesses the most high. Yes, there is a such thing as blessing the most high, giving him all the glory, the attention, the favor, give him the reverence, all of that. That's what you do when you bless the most high. When you bless the most high, he's going to bless you 10 times more. Okay. Cause that's when you're being loyal to him. You are being, um, faithful to him. This is, this is what I mean. It ain't just, oh yeah, we're going to um, believe. No, honey, that comes with work. Okay, because faith, faith without works is dead. So we already know that Solomon had works because Solomon spoke directly to the Most High and Solomon was a king. I already told you, the king and the priest, the priests are the ones who's, who talk, um, well, they get the assignment from the Most High. 
and they tell everybody else. But Solomon actually communicated with the Most High. Yes. So that's how blessed he was. So like I said, um, chapter 6, 1 through 11, Solomon having blessed the people, he blesses the Most High. Verses 12 through 42, Solomon's prayer in the consecration of the temple upon the brazen scaffold, etc. So uh, we see from verses 12 through 42, Solomon is taking his time. He's gathering everybody together. He's glorifying the Most High. And from chapter 12 to 42, that's a lot of chapters. So he did a lot of stuff to dedicate things to the Most High. Um, so now we're on 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 1 through 3. The Most High had given testimony to Solomon's prayer. So the Most High answered that prayer. By fire from heaven and glory in the temple, the people worshipped him. Mm-hmm. Verses four through seven, Solomon's solemn sacrifice. Verses eight through eleven, Solomon have excuse me, Solomon having kept the feast of tabernacles and the feast of dedication of the altar dismisses the people. So it was a whole. Um, I'm not gonna say coronation, but I guess that's how um, I can explain it to you. But it was a whole ceremony. Okay, it was a whole ceremony dedication to the Most High. That's how it was. Okay, um, verses 12 through 22, um, uh, the Most High appearing to Solomon gives him promises upon condition. Okay, and I'm going to tell you this, the Most High said this to many a lineage, many a line, many a um, ancestor, many a progeny. If you listen to my word and you follow my Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands, everything going to be good. If you don't listen to my laws, Deuteronomy 28. That's pretty much what he said to Solomon. Okay? If you listen to my laws, everything going to be good. If you don't, Deuteronomy 28. And guess what? Solomon listened for a while, but them hoes kept calling, honey. They was calling. Anyway, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but let me keep moving. Second uh, Chronicles chapter eight, verses one through six, Solomon's buildings. Uh, uh, chapters, uh, sorry, uh, verses seven through 10, the Canaanites, which were left. Solomon makes tributaries, um, tributaries, but the Israelites rulers. So, um, there's certain lands that Solomon naturally, you know, they already uh, went and conquered all those lands, the land of milk and honey. You already know that, um, in, um, when they crossed over to the yard and so all those lands that Solomon, um, was the king of, um, there was leftover Canaanites that they conquered and they became tributary. Which tributary? Those are the ones that's like the, um, notice uh, the Most High um, didn't say that they were slaves, but they were tributaries, meaning they had to pay the taxes. If you live in this land, now it's my land. You have to pay the taxes. Um, and there's people um, that's over you, that's higher up in the food chain than you like that, like a class system, probably. Okay. So now I'm on, um, 
chapter eight, verse 11, the Pharaoh's daughter removes her house. Um, verses 12 through 13, Solomon's yearly solemn sacrifices. Verses 14 through 16, he appoints the priests and Levites to their places. Verses 17 through 18, the Navy fetches gold from Ophir. Now, I don't know what Navy is, but I would say his... um his armies and i guess if you're saying navy then it's those people who take it by sea but they didn't call it navies back then okay um now i'm on and and i want you to understand that this is how important words are because today if you don't know anybody the person will read it and go oh yeah they have armies and navies they remember they didn't speak english they did not speak English. So where's all these English words coming from? I understand that they have to explain it to be like that, but things get lost in translation. So I need you to understand that the children of Israel never spoke English. Okay. They don't even, half of them don't, I'm not even going to say half. Many of them don't even speak their mother tongue because if it was either beaded out of them or uh, not communicated to them for fear of it being um, them being killed or beat at them period okay so um now i'm on um second chronicles chapter 9 1 through 12 the queen of sheba admires the wisdom of solomon uh verses 13 through 14 solomon's revenue and gold and he was uh he was one of the richest at that time ever at that time um, and just, uh, another F FYI, the most high said he had the most wisdom out of anybody before him and after him. That's what the most high said. And let the most high be the truth and every man be a liar. That is a scripture. Back to what I was saying. Um, verses, um, 15 and 16, his targets and shields verses 17 through 19, the throne of ivory verses 20 through 22, his vessels verses 23 through 24 his presence 25 the chariots and horse 26 through 28 his tributes 29 through 31 his reign and his death now we do know why he died a disgrace and he did lust lust is a sin it's a it's against the law and against the commandments that's why you got to be careful. We got to be careful. We always have to be humble. We always have to look at ourselves. You can't point fingers at other people because if you do point one finger, three fingers is being pointed back at you. And Solomon's Achilles heel was a hoe. Mm -hmm. Back to what I was saying. Um, Second Chronicles chapter 10, one through five. Um, Yasharel assembled assembled no church never been church at shechem to crown regaboam by jeroboam and you already know there was no jays make a suit of relaxation unto him verses 6 to 15 regaboam refusing the old men's counsel by the advice of the young men's answer from the roughly and this is when he gets in trouble regaboam neither one of them listen but at least uh, jeroboam listened in the beginning Anyway, uh, verses 16 through 19, 10 tribes revolting. That's the that's the bigger brother revolting. Um, kill Hadoram and makes 
Regaboam flee. Second Chronicles chapter 11, one through four, Regaboam raising an army to subdue Yasharel is forbidden by Shemekiah. Verses five through 12, he strengthens his kingdom with forts and provisions. So now they warn against each other. Um, 13 through 17, the priests and Levites and such as feared the most high forget, for, forsaken by Rigoboam strengthened the kingdom of Yahuda. Um, verses 18 through 23, the wives and children of Rigoboam. Now we're on Second Chronicles chapter 12. One through four is Rigoboam forsaken the most high is punished by Shishak. Now, because I'm sure the most high told Rigoboam, you listen to me, all gonna go well. If you don't, Deuteronomy 28. And uh, remember when Solomon died, I can't remember whether it was Rigoboam or Jeroboam that was his son. Well, the son wasn't doing right. And the other, remember, there's two uh, brothers. The Most High calls them sisters, but I'm going to call them brothers. One was Yahuda and the other one was um, Israel. So the larger of the two kingdoms was Israel. The smaller kingdom, because the Most High promised David, I'm still going to make your line the king. But since you sinned, you're only going to have one, one and a half of the kingdom. So the smaller kingdom, which was Yahuda's side with David um, and Solomon and then Solomon's son, I forgot whether it was Rigoboam or uh, Jeroboam. I forgot which one it was, but it's, it was one of them. They wasn't good. Okay. Um, verses five through 12, he and the princes repenting at the preaching of Shemiah, Shemiah, Shema, Shemiah, yes, are delivered from destruction, but not from spoil. Verses 13 through 16, the reign and death of Rigobon. I hate these names. Um, We are now on chapter 13 of 2 Chronicles 1 through 3. Abijah succeeds, makes war against Jeroboam. And we already know there ain't no J, so. That's not his true name, but we'll just say that for the sake of this. We're just reading it from the ESV. Um, verses uh, 4 through 12, he declares the right of his cause. Verses 13 through 20, trusting in the Most High, he overcomes Jeroboam. Verses 21 and 22, the wives and the children of, of Abijah. So, you know, the, the torches are being passed from king to king to king to king and their life and what they did. Now, in the Bible, it's not going to tell you exactly every little thing they did or the wars and how intricate um, each king did things in their daily lives and their um, their fights and stuff like that. Um, there was a different book that had the... Um, stuff about the kings but i don't know whether that book was lost or destroyed that's number one and number two um a lot of the kings and a lot of um the wars and stuff is in another book and off the top of my head it escaped me josephus 
Um, and you know that's not really the name because it's a J, but um, those are all the wars. But there's there was other there was other books of kings, the nuances of every um everything that the kings did. But I believe that was destroyed, and that was at, um I want to say it's mentioned within these um these scriptures. Um, it mentions the book, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. So I'm just letting you know. Um, just giving you background and information. Okay. Um, second Chronicles chapter 14, one through five, Asa, um, which is the successor king, um, of, I believe Jeroboam, I want to say Jeroboam, but it could be with a bone. I can't remember which is which, but Asa succeed and destroys idolatry six through eight, having peace. He strengthens his kingdom with forts and armies verses nine through 15, calling on the most high. He overthrows Zara and spoils the Ethiopians. Now, I want to say this, and this is just the FYI. I already told you I'm giving you um, pieces of information and background. When it says Ethiopians, if you look at the old maps, and I mean the old, old maps, 1300s, 1200s, um, 1400s, etc., you will see that they was calling all the African people Ethiopians. They was calling many of them, and I have to say many, many of the um, melanated people Ethiopians that was in um, Eastern Africa and uh, down. They was calling them Ethiopians because they was Ethiopian Sea and this and that. And when they say Ethiopians, they talking about people of color. That's what they talking about. Yeah, that's just the FYI. Um, and this is no propaganda. Look at an old map. You'll see it. And I already told you before um, Before it was called Africa, because that's a European name and it's a piece of a European's name. It, it, the land was something else. It was called something else. And I already told you when one, one nation conquers another, the conquering um, stronger nation dismantles everything and changes names, places, dates, and mingles with the people. Okay, it is what it is. Now I'm on um, Second Chronicles um, chapter 15. One through 15 is Asa with Yahuda, which is the children of Yahuda. And many of Yasharel, which is the other kingdom, moved by the prophecy uh -huh, of Azariah, the son of Oded, make a solemn covenant with the Most High. Verses 16 through 17, he puts down... Mechiah, his mother for her idolatry. So when he says put put her down, I believe it's um, killer. Not putting her down. I don't know what that means. But anyway, um, verses um, 18 and 19, he brings dedicated things into the house of the Most High and enjoys long peace. So that's what Asa was. Asa was a good king. And uh, when you go into the scriptures that I have read literally in second Kings, because we went through the whole second Kings, he was a good king. So um, in the line of the Kings, it was good King, bad King, good King, bad King. And many of the Kings was bad. Some of them had good fathers and they were still bad and rotten. As a matter of fact, in many of the prophetic books, like the shepherd of Hermas um and um Ezra not Ezra second of her, uh, shepherd of Hermas and um Barak it talks about it 
metaphorically, it talks about the kings, how they was wicked. Some was wicked and some was righteous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, chronicle, this what I'm saying. A lot of this, a lot. This is why I say the Bible is one puzzle piece because there are many other scriptures that was taken out by the heathens. And uh, they say, well, this don't sound like it would be coming from the most high. How would they ever know when the most high told the children specifically, I never went to nobody, but y'all, I never talked to nobody. I never showed nobody, no, um, no miracles. I never walked among nobody. Everybody else is heathens. Where did the most high show them anything? Honestly, any religion, any nation, where did the most high go to them and save them and talk to them and do all this stuff? Where? Prove it. Prove it. This is why religion is a scam. The most high didn't send nothing to them. Okay? Nothing. Not a boo, not a hello, not a nothing to them. Now, even when the most high said, I'm going to go to a foolish nation, the most high still didn't speak to none of them. He sent other people to do it. The Most High specifically spoke to the children of Israel in the beginning. Then they didn't want to hear from the Most High. So the Most High said, all right, I'm going to get, a, I'm gonna get a, a prophet. Where was it a prophet among the heathens? Where? As, with the exception of Shaul. Okay? Where? Nowhere. And, uh, well, Yahshua, you already know he's the light of the world. He's the Most High. So aside from Yahshua, where? And Shaul nowhere that's what i was saying because this people need to understand the context of this book which is one puzzle piece of many puzzle pieces just why people got more questions than answers you need to understand the context of this book and pay attention to what is said let he who has an ear a spiritual ear that trumps our earthly ear hear what the ruach is saying you cannot hear the ruach without being in the ruach Back to what I was saying. Like I said, uh, chapter 16, one through six, Asa, by the aid of the Syrians, diverts Basha from being, excuse me, from building Rama. Um, seven through 10, being reproved thereof by Hanani, he puts him in prison, verses 11 through 12, among his other acts, in his disease, he seeks not to the most high, but the physicians. Ooh, mm. let me say this. If you're supposed to trust the most high, you're supposed to believe in the most high. You're supposed to have faith in the most high. You're supposed to be loyal to the most high. You're supposed to be rocking with the most high. And you understand what your position is. And you know who you are. And you know who you belong to. You ask the most high for healing. You say the words. You say the words. And the most high is right there. What did Asa do? What did Asa do? And the most high, um, and Asa, um, um, Asa, uh, trusted in the most high. And guess what? He went to the physicians and relied on them. It's the same thing that happened with, um, Yosef. Yosef, um, loved the most high. Yosef, uh, trusted the most high. Yosef believed in the most high because Yaakov was his father. And Yahaku specifically taught his 12 sons and daughter to love and cherish the most high. This is before the law even came out. That's how we could tell it don't have to be a written law. You know what it is. Children of Israel, you know what it is. It don't have to be written. The most high said what he said. Okay. Okay. A statute and a precept. That's a law. Okay. 
Adam didn't have no written laws, but he still knew what he was supposed to do. Back to what I was saying. Anyway, I say this to say, if you know what it is, even being in the will of the most, well, I'm not going to say being in the will of the most high, trusting and, and um, having faith in the most high, you can make a mistake and fool you and then mess up your blessing because that's exactly what happened. Okay, you're going to put all your trust in somebody else and not in the most high. When you saw the most high's blessings, you saw his miracles, you heard him, you saw his power, you saw the angels that walked uh, among the children, you saw all this and you still having faith in somebody else. This is where we slip. This is what I say. And I mean what I say. You got to be humble at all times because you can slip. Remember, we still human beings and we don't know the. Uh, the power in understanding who we are because if you understood the power of who we are and who we belong to we wouldn't be making these mistakes we always got to stay full full of what you said full of faith not favor full of faith full of faith full of hope full of love full of reverence don't you let a piece of anything fall short or low because the minute you do and you're not full no more the devil could get in it's like a soda if the soda is closed all the contents in the soda is still there the minute that soda get open there's uh enough room remember you're not drinking it but there's enough room for something to get in there you always got to stay full always that's why yeshua say stay full that's what it means now I'm going to move on. Chapter 17, verses 1. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Aces, death, and burial. That's in chapter 16, uh, verses 13 through 14. Now I'm jump on to 17. Uh, verses 1 through 6. Jehoshaphat succeeded Asa, reigns well, and prospers. Verses 7 through 9. He sends Levites with the princes to each to teach Yehuda. Verses 10 and 11. His enemies being terrified by the Most High. So who said um, nobody didn't know the most high? They knew of the most high. Whether they worshiped him or even cared is a different story. See, you can hear of all kinds of stuff and heard it and know that it exists and know about it, but it's up to you to believe it or not. Oh, everybody heard of the most high from the beginning until now. Whether you choose to believe it, care about it, not care about it is a different story so like i said verses one through six in chapter 17 jehoshaphat succeeding asa reigns well and prospers seven through nine he sends the levites with the princes to teach yahuda to do right because yahuda stiff neck honey verses 10 through 11 his enemies terrified by the most high they terrified by the most high some of them bring him presents and tribute so some uh, uh, what do I call them? I'm going to call them what the scriptures call them. Aliens, strangers, bringing the most high presence and gifts. Okay. Verses 12 through 19, his greatness, captains and armies. And that is um, Jehoshaphat. So he was a good king. Asa was too. All right. Which is um, uh, Asa was the father. Jehoshaphat's the son. Um, Chronicles. Eight, chapter 18, 1 through 3, Jehoshaphat joined and 
infinity with Ahab is persuaded to go with him against Ramoth Gilead in verses 4 through 34 Ahab seduced by false prophets according to the word of oh gosh Micaiah is slain there so you know Ahab is wicked him and um his wife Isabel that everybody keep calling Jezebel yeah so we know that Chapter 18 is chock full of nonsense in the form of idolatry, in the form of lies, in the form of um, spreading propaganda to the children, making the children do things that they're not supposed to do. And that is the house of Israel. That's the bigger kingdom. That's what Ahab and um, Isabel was doing. All of this uh, wickedness that Isabel was doing, she took the signet ring and was doing her own thing in the king's name, honey. And the king allowed her. The king was the girl and and, and Isabel was the man. Okay? Because Isabel ruled that kingdom. Because Ahab cried like a baby. That's all he did. Wah, wah, wah. I want this. I want that. He was wicked. Mm-hmm. So um, we are at the end of that um, chapter 18. And um, hopefully... You can grasp some of the stuff that the kings were doing. Like I said, this is a, this was a highlight of everything that I did in the uh, scriptural study from um, Genesis to Second Kings. So we are in Second Kings and Second Chronicles, and we will continue to the end of Second Kings in highlights. But if you want to know the meat of it, I read the whole chapter of First uh, Kings and Second Kings. Read them right out just to give you the information about the kings because the kings are important in the new testament everything that's in the old testament is getting you ready for the new testament now everybody know the new testament or have an idea about the new testament but nobody knows the old testament and the genesis of how things got to be the way they are you have to go through the old testament to get to the new testament and i know there's a lot of people even in the second flock and either those heathens who call themselves christians because there ain't no such thing as Christians, because there ain't no Christ. Remember, when you're saying Christ, Christians, all this stuff, you're talking um, Latin. The Most High and the children of Israel never spoke Latin. Never. Wrong language, sir and ma'am. Anyway, they never did. And the Most High said his language was perfect, Hebrew. So why would he have the children to speak Latin? Not unless they wasn't listening. And in that case, Deuteronomy 28 loomed over them know that and understand it so like i said uh all of this old testament stuff is everything that's give, getting you ready to the new testament there's no way in the world you can go to the new testament and not and um live in the new testament and not know where all that stuff come from this is where all the confusion comes from and the most high is not the author of confusion Okay. I mean, there's a lot of people that the books don't belong to them. Okay. At all. And they trying to rule with it. That's what the devil does. Cause he's the, the devil is the, um, the wolf in the sheep's clothing. How on earth can you preach somebody's lineage and their history? And you ain't a part of it at all. Keep putting yourself in it as if you are a part of it. Is that not the lie and the deception of the devil? 
I'm going to leave that up to you. Anyway, um, I hope that you learned something here. It's a little quicker now because I was going straight through the Kings. Uh, next week, y'all willing, we'll keep going through the Kings. And then after we do that, we're going to move on to the next book. And I believe the next book is Ezra. Well, I got a lot to say about that anyway. But um, with that, I say I hope that you enjoy your Sabbath. Um, meditate on the word. Um, love your family, your children. Um, be in the most high's will. Rest. Enjoy one another. And until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. To hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks.